Welcome to the Inside Out Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Cortella, and I am so happy to have you here with me today. We are going to be speaking on all the things, soul-to-soul conversations, which I know we are all craving. So let's get started. Let's raise your vibration, and let's add a little joy to your life. Here we go. Welcome back to the Inside Out Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Cortella, and I'm super excited that you guys are here with me today. Uh, Today, we are going to get into the nitty gritty of all the questions, all the woo-woo stuff that sometimes I chat about um, on Instagram or, you know, on my stories or whatever. we're talking about light workers. We're talking pandemic. We're talking about love and books. And um, one of my favorite uh, things that Courtney was uh, kind of telling me about was the particular time of day you can or should meditate and why. And then we kind of go into meditation in general. Um, what does it mean when you close your eyes? What do you do behind those eyes? So really, really fun stuff. Um, we did go over So when you uh, listen, you're going to hear her answering a question. And the question is, what are lightworkers doing here? Um, And how are we spreading our love and wings? So enjoy. Peace and love to you all. There are a lot of people right now that are volunteers that are coming to help Earth. And if you ever read Dolores Cannon's books, they're Mm -hmm. very interesting. One of them is called The Three Waves of Volunteers in the New Earth. And when you read the descriptions of the waves of volunteers, it's very interesting. The first waivers, they had a harder time of it. Um, A lot of them are probably in their 60s or so right now. The second waivers coming here had an easier time helping Earth because the first waivers blazed that trail. Mm. And so I'm in the second wave. You're probably in the second wave. And so we're here to be ourselves and shine our light. We don't have to work as hard as the first waivers. Now the third wave, these are the really cool kids Mm. that are on Earth right now that seem to just get it. They, um, they're kinder to each other. You know, they're the anti-bullying crowd. Mm. Um, they're really open to spirituality. So they're very loving. They're very wise at very young ages. Mm. And so I'm really excited about them. I call them the new kids. Mm. And then who knows what's even happening right now. Jack, for example, the fourth wave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which hasn't been written about to my knowledge. But these even newer itty-bitty kids and all mm. the magic that they bring... So these volunteers essentially are coming to Earth to help with the energy, help make it a better place, help with those who maybe didn't volunteer to be here that need um, that shining light Mm -hmm. so that they can have an easier and more loving and more um, compassion-rich time of it while they are here, if they are open to Mm -hmm. that love and compassion. I love that. I love that answer. Yeah, Yeah, it feels... Right now, it just feels... um, energetically alive I don't know if that's because people are in their houses more (laughs) but I feel like when I step outside of my house I just feel so uh so much love and so much so much compassion and we were talking about that before we started is that right now definitely is a time um and we kind of came to this conclusion (laughs) for compassion and every angle of compassion and compassion for others 
compassion for people that have their own beliefs, compassion for people that have their own truths, and allowing them to be as they are without you having to um, open their mouth and spoon feed what you think (laughs) is your um, truth, right? And uh, right now, compassion for yourself is major as well. Um, that That is something that I feel like people don't necessarily think about. Like, oh, compassion. Um, you think about Jesus Christ. You think about what he did while he was on earth. Was compassion towards um, every being. Um, and uh, so anyway, food for thought there. <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk about boundaries with self. May I chime in? This oh, is yeah, absolutely. Segue. Compassion yeah. for self, I think, is a really big deal. And so yeah. boundaries for self is going to be a nice segue mm-hmm. uh, with compassion for self. It is a really big deal um, to have a lot of self-care, self-compassion, self-love. I remember earlier in my spiritual journey that I would think of things as being selfish. Mm. And they're not selfish. It's self-care. And that's really important to to make sure that you practice because the kinder you are to yourself, Mm -hmm. the kinder you are to others. It just, it works that way so organically. And then the kinder you are to others, the kinder you are to yourself. And so you've got this exponential growth of kindness, but a lot of it starts with being more gentle with yourself. And Uh then you have a better day. And of course you end up being more gentle with others. Right. Tenderness is so important. Compassion is so important. And um, yeah, we have a lot on our plates right now. There's, um, it's a fearful time in general. Um, And uh, it's it's the time right now, and, and this is just me speaking, is to turn off as much media as you can that um, might not be the best, because uh, they're filtering their what their truth is. And so right now is the time to set boundaries with yourself and figuring out with yourself what um, you're allowing in um, and uh, what you are then filtering out for others. Uh, it, right now is the time to really um, sit with yourself and see what is your truth. Um, and then being able to speak the truth um, in your own way, how you want to, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that um, just because you feel a certain way that you should hound people with it. <laughs> it just um, it's just something that you want to kind of figure out um, instead of, I, in my opinion, um, <laughs> instead of, in my opinion, just allowing um, other truths to be the way for you without questioning it. Right. How can you possibly come up with your own version of what you feel if you're constantly receiving input from others telling you how you're meant to right. feel exactly yeah. which yeah. is a boundary that is should be set for yourself i feel like boundaries when they're spoken about is boundaries with others but boundaries with self is a different look how do you you want to speak on that sure of course yeah it's really it is what are you allowing yourself to ingest so for example someone probably wouldn't take um, 10 shots of tequila because it would just be a bad idea to ingest <laughs> that. You're going to suffer the consequences for that. Right. And we really allow ourselves to ingest um, 
things that don't feel good because maybe it's it's a scary movie like I don't watch scary movies because mm-hmm. they really do unsettle me right and I would rather sleep well that night and I meditate a lot and when I close my eyes if I've seen something that is unsettling then that is one of the things that likely will come into my meditation and mm-hmm. I would just rather not um and so yeah I think that we just need to be more mindful of what are we ingesting period whether whether it's food or drink or news or um you know sometimes we have conversations with not super positive friends or family and it just feels like a bummer to have that conversation Mm -hmm. and so to just be more mindful of how are we spending our time what is our self-care what are our boundaries Mm -hmm. um and what are we allowing ourselves to take in and ingest and then just like with food and drink that bad conversation that scary movie we have to sit there and process all of that so it's not like when the conversation is over that it's totally over there's in that processing time right so you um you're also giving away that energy and that time mm-hmm. to that other person's uh, mood, narrative, whatever it may be. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's really well answered. Oh, thank you. Um, it's almost like I thought about it. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I do the same thing where um, I've been practicing lots and lots of self-care. Mm-hmm. And part of that, let me let me add this, too. Um, part of that is our own thoughts. Right. Right? So mm-hmm. if we have this um, story that we're telling ourselves, like, I'm this way, the world is that way, we need to be more mindful of our own thoughts that we're also creating, then ingesting, mm-hmm. and then processing. So right. being kind with ourselves, with our um, our inner dialogue. Right. And I, um, whenever I have a thought that I don't necessarily want, um, what my process is, I'm sure you have your own, um, I go into a sparkling gold pond. I allow myself to go from my toes all the way in and I go completely under and I envision myself being completely cleansed with this golden water and light and it feels amazing. And so I see all that negativity and that thought being leaving my body and that really, really um, has helped me. Do you do anything similar? Um, I really want to make up something as cool as what you just said. You're, I, I want to borrow that. That's really amazing. So what I do um, is less magical but highly efficient. So um, I feel like, especially as a hypnotherapist, I've noticed that there are a couple of tools that are underutilized in our everyday lives. One of them is our breath. You know, mm. if you're meditating, if you're sleeping, if you're exercising, mm-hmm. um, if you're just working to calm yourself down, our breath is one of our greatest resources for healing ourselves. And so whenever I have a negative thought, oh, and I should say the second thing, um, our hands have a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. So I love that you sent me that picture today where you had the rainbow yeah. on your hand. And I was like, this is so perfect. And I noticed that just intuitively, well, I'm talking with my hands right now, and intuitively during sessions, if someone is releasing something, I'll do this very gentle, very rhythmic, repetitious way of helping. And I'm not even thinking to do it. I will a lot of times consciously notice my hand has already been doing it to help them with releasing. And so I've started to do that with myself too, just naturally. Mm-hmm. Where if I have a negative thought, especially if it's something where I'm like, oh dear, let's really release this one pronto, <laughs> then I will do... Um, a very gentle, uh, but with a little extra oomph to it, out breath, 
And then I'll also do that gentle hand waving where with the breath and with the hands motion, I'm just clearing that out straight away. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, along with self-care and self-boundaries, I have been really, because we, we've had a lot of time at home, um, I've been really interested in zodiac signs. And, you know, we have different, just, we have your sun sign, which is your major sign. Mine is a Virgo. And then you also have your moon and your rising signs. And I've been really dabbling into those. It's just interesting. Um, and for me, they've been spot on, just, which is so fun. <laughs> Um, I am Sagittarius moon and rising with both of those are fire. Um, and so I was like, you know what? It would be really fun to talk about it with Courtney because why not? And I have been wanting to, and I can't remember if you told me what your sign is. I don't know if we've talked about it. I don't remember either. So I'm, I'm going to guess what I think you might be. <laughs> you feel like water to me. So I'm going to guess cancer. I am a cancer. Oh! That was amazing. That was amazing. I got that it. That was really well done. Oh, Good for you! How did you know? And I feel like you have Aries in you too. So I have I no know. idea. You have to look it up. Ah! Yes. <laughs> I don't know. You just feel like cancer to me. Thank you. I know it's in the best way. In the, the best way. You just way. feel like cancer. Yeah, you just remind me of crabs in the best way. <laughs> in yeah. the best way. <laughs> That's so funny. But um, I don't even know what the aspects. I think cancer. I know water. That's kind of what I know. And yeah. that you got. Uh, that's it. That was amazing. Thank you. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. And so I don't know that much about astrology, but clearly it's something that's super fun and I should start to learn more about. (laughs) It is fun. Yeah. Very similarly, um, several months ago, I had someone who attended one of my group hypnosis events and at the end she came up to me and she was like, what is your sign? And I was like, it's a cancer. And, um, and she was like, that makes perfect sense. And said it was such a deep knowing and then, and then like put a period at the end of the sentence. That makes perfect sense. And I was just like, why? Yeah. You know, like, you know uh, let me know. Like, continue. what do you know? Let me know. And she was like, oh, you do such a good job of taking care of everyone. The mm. way that people were asking questions and that you were making sure that you monitored um, that they were receiving the answer, but then you were also taking care of the entire group and the way that you guide. It's clear that you really care about how people are doing and it's very loving. And I realized it's so perfect being that sign for this work being a Mm -hmm. spiritual hypnotherapist because I constantly have you guys as the top priority where I want to make sure I'm taking such good care of you and your souls and your spirit friends Mm -hmm. that come in and it's just like I feel I don't have any children at this stage but I feel like this very nurturing like you're safe here you can Mm -hmm. talk about what you want there is no judgment you are loved so yeah so let's go (laughs) to um what is to you a light worker oh my gosh um because it sounds it kind of woo woo sounds some sometimes people are like oh you know what's a light worker right yeah it, it a does sound sometimes. a little a little strange a little like what planet are you, are you from it's like oh well i have some answers um <laughs> but, yeah, so i would say probably the the easiest way to describe it where almost everybody has had a, an experience similar to this is sometimes a person or an animal or you know will come into the room and just brings light and joy and fun mm. into the room and it, and we've all had that experience where that person walks in and you're like oh, it just feels better now that you're here mm. and when they leave it feels like a little bit of the light has gone with them 
And so that's probably the easiest way to describe a light worker um, as an experience that the vast majority of us have had. Now, mm-hmm. getting into the woo-woo, which is my, my favorite of the woos, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> is um, so remember earlier when I was talking about the volunteers who have come here to help make the world a better place? Yes. And so those are often referred to as light workers as well. And so these are the souls who want to come in, who want to make not just that room a brighter, happier, more loving place to be in, but that house, that neighborhood, that town, that state, that world. Right. That being here, we want to, in our own way, help the world be a brighter, more loving, happier place. And I love that we're also in this time of technology where as light workers, we can create podcasts. Mm-hmm. Wow. We mm-hmm. can really reach so many more people. I have a YouTube channel. Wow. You know, I'm utilizing the internet to do group hypnosis online. Wow. Like instead of reaching just the people in Virginia or just the people in Hawaii, it can be worldwide now. And so we have these technological resources during this time of these light working volunteers being here so that we really can expand our reach just by being who we are and just by bringing the gifts that we're meant to bring to the world to help in our way Mm -hmm. make the world a better place, a lighter place, a sunshine place. A sunshine place. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've been listening to your YouTube, your new YouTube series, which I'm absolutely (laughs) in love with. I think it's an, it's, it really is uh, a light worker warrior type thing, (laughs) you know, Uh, it's, it's beautiful of you guys. Uh, I will leave the information in the show notes so you guys can take a look, but I listened to your latest release. Um, can't wait for your next one. Oh, thank you. Um, On Wednesday, the same day this podcast oh, airs. Yeah. That's a little treat then. <laughs> we finished. Here's a treat. Right. Um, so I've been, so one of my favorite takeaways from your, uh, the latest one, you had the intro and then you had the one, the, your first video, was <laughs> the, the diamond <laughs> um, yeah. reference and the lava. Yeah. I felt uh, so comforted by that. And it made me put even more, like, five more of my warrior hats on. So I was like, it's time to not be, um, to not be fearful of what our loving truth is. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, why be scared of love? Right? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's that we're afraid that if our version of love is heard by others and then rejected, it will be a bit of a heartbreaker. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's really, it's about the fear of rejection. And so then we get to sit with, why are we really afraid of the rejection? Right. You know, like why? Because it's the human part of us. Yeah. We don't, no one wants to be. And it, it really is part of um, the truth of how we grew up. Yeah. Uh, being liked is always fun yeah well also evolution being yeah. liked means that your tribe is more likely to give you food right and not kick you out right. which means oh probable death mm. so yeah it is it is it is important but at the same time we're in a time where we have the liberty the freedom mm-hmm. to maybe just be ourselves right and maybe get a little rejected and maybe still be okay and maybe find some new friends for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. So I love that. Um, if you guys haven't checked it out, please do. It's It was just, uh, it was amazing. And I know that the series is 22 videos. Yes. So, um, yeah, so stay tuned. Netflix is now <laughs> off. This is the new Netflix. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, um, check her out on YouTube. But she also has a Facebook. Um, I believe uh, two different Facebook groups. She has a private group for if you are a member, if you um, want to become a member of her uh, community, and she also is has an open public um, spiritual hypnosis. Uh, Facebook group, which I'm a part of as well, and I <laughs> love it. It's it's just fascinating and, and beautiful, and sometimes you get some of your answers, uh, 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 your questions answered. Yeah, your higher wisdom so, questions. Yeah, so yeah. it's, I mean, why not, um, if you have questions, why not want them to be answered, I mean. Right. Um, well, so you know how we were talking earlier about religion, one thing that was really uh, being highlighted to me is when it's that whole religion versus spirituality, if you will, I would say probably one of the main differences is that in religion, a big part of what they are telling you is that you need an outside source to connect you to God, mm -hmm. right? So you need your pastor, or your preacher, or your whomever to be that bridge to connect you. Mm -hmm. to source to the universe to god and so with spirituality i think one of the reasons that's so scary for um those who are more deeply entrenched in religion is that we're realizing that we actually have our own direct access to god the universe um the wisdom out of our souls mm -hmm. and so um what's nice too about you bringing up the spiritual hypnosis live or the spiritual hypnosis book club where people are asking other souls what their wisdom is regarding their higher wisdom questions, I love that you can get a second opinion, that you mm -hmm. can get some validation for um, what you were wondering about. But I also want to emphasize that that's why I love hypnosis so much because what it is doing very directly is opening up people and their access, their first-hand access to their wisdom, to their soul's understanding of what is going on and so this could be you know a very scary practice to someone who's more deeply entrenched in religion who believes that you need an outside source for your answers for your wisdom mm -hmm. for your guidance and spiritual hypnosis is very very uh, wizard of oz very mm -hmm. you've always had it within you right 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 it's Always Which sounds kooky to a lot of people because yeah. they want it to sound kooky. That's and, a choice. Yeah, that's so interesting to me because we've all had intuitive moments. We've all had gut feelings. Mm -hmm. And this is just opening up in a very um, proactive way that same intuitive wisdom that we all know that we have. Mm -hmm. And it's just saying, like, I want to I open this in a more consistent and regular way rather than in a sporadic like take the left turn, not the right turn. Right, kind of what like you ha you have the ability to access that at any time. So I feel really passionate for people to know that they have that within them at all times and can access it. Right, right. Yeah. And I think it's beautiful. I mean, um, it's hard to understand. I think when I first heard what you were just saying, it was hard for me to understand at first what that meant. Right. Which part? Uh, just accessing because mm -hmm. it didn't make sense to me. Oh. It was like, um, what does that mean? It took a long time and I feel like meditation was one of the truest ways that I understood it because I took it so, um, I took it in a way that I didn't understand it. So I was confused for a while. I'm like, well, how do you access, <laughs> you know, like, is there a button and then the, like an invisible door comes out? Um, no, the invisible door is you. And I felt, um, it was very interesting. I was listening to, again, your, um, your YouTube and I believe it was the public one, um, uh, 
where um, there wasn't a time, a time where meditation is um, best to be mm. done. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to hear uh, if you wouldn't mind like speaking on that for me, um, because meditation was one of the tr- was one of the reasons why I'm here today. Where I it unlocked something inside of me that made me understand um, where I lied and what my truth felt to be. Um, and uh, through meditation, I, I felt that I found my own truth, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I'm here. And so I found it so interesting um, what uh, Ansel, am I saying that right? Ansel, yeah. And Ansel is my soul. So a lot of times souls will have their own names, which is great for ease of communication. Because if I'm facilitating a spiritual hypnosis session, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we've got Brittany. But then we've got, and then it's like, is it is it Brittany too? No, it's just like they have their own name, which is right. great. So my soul goes by Ansel. And my soul has a more masculine energy. So if I refer to him as he, that is why. A lot of <laughs> souls are neutral. A lot of souls have the same um, uh, energy as the incarnate, incarnated being. Mine is Ansel, and mine is um, like a, a really handsome fellow. I've seen him before, Ooh, and my Ansel. yeah, I'm like Ansel, you're kind of cute. <laughs> so yeah, I'm feeling him like grinning right now, where he's like, I know. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, only everyone can see. Stop, Courtney. <laughs> no, um, Ansel's very like, keep going, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My he's, he's handsome. So, yeah, yeah. Ansel, Ansel is a riot, and I think he and I are a very good combination. And I'm sure people who are listening are like, "What on earth? Why is she speaking about herself as if she's two things?" Well, it, so in a way, you are. And and everybody has had this where let's say that your persona at work yeah. and your persona at home right. have a lot of overlap, but are definitely different personas. Yes. You can view the soul and a human incarnation as just different personas of the same being. It's a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so do you want me to answer your actual question about what time is best for... Yeah. No, well, <laughs> well I love hearing all this, though. It's okay. just fascinating. I'm like, la, la, la. I'll take the very long I, I like it. to answering... Um, but yeah, so while uh, the dam was breaking and Ansel was like, must speak, must speak, here are these 22 topics, and he had me filming for seven hours straight, and I was like, Ansel, you're going to have to give me the energy to do this. Like, yeah. the Courtney persona is not going to be able to do this for seven hours straight, and Ansel was like, I got you, girl. Mm. And um, yeah, so <laughs> part of that was he was really emphasizing the importance of meditation, and like you were saying, it was the, the key, the tool, the access point for you opening up so much more and so it's funny because he said and I I don't know that this has aired yet but in one of the videos he very passionately is saying to everyone listening just give us two minutes by 10 Mm a.m. in the morning Mm -hmm. just two like we're not asking for a lot of you guys for these meditations just give us two minutes by 10 a.m. because if 10 a.m. has passed your day has already just gone into another gear. And I have a feeling that for me, because I get up pretty early, that it's more like 8 a.m. for mm-hmm. me. But other people probably don't get up as early, which is mm-hmm. why I think he picked the later time in the morning. Because um, if you're used to getting up at 9.30 and <laughs> also it's like meditate by 8 a.m., <laughs> then they're going to be like, well, I guess I'll do it in my up, dreams. Up for me. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, but yeah, this very impassioned plea 
from him to meditate for at least two minutes by 10 a.m. in the morning. And what he really emphasized is, and we're gonna we're gonna use um, easy terminology, that vertical connection mm-hmm. that you are creating with your soul, your guides, your spirit friends, you know, the whole team mm-hmm. that wants to connect with you. When you connect with them early in your day, that makes the horizontal, if you will, so the earth plane, um, the humans, etc., etc. The vertical connection in the morning allows your horizontal experience and connection to be so much easier, enjoyable, happy, loving, calm Mm. throughout the day because you've taken what is a very short period of time to connect to your spirit friends and your soul. Right. Um, So my next question is, um, what do you do when you close your eyes? When you're meditating, what is the first thing? Can you guide me to what you would do when you close your eyes and start meditating? Yeah, so more often than not, what I do when I close my eyes is I am just open to receiving. So I might sit down for meditation and I'll have a certain question or intention or goal. But more often than not, the way that I get started is I just ask, what am I meant to receive before we start? Um... And the reason is, is I know that what I, the Courtney persona, am bringing to the table is pretty wise, but is not as wise as what Ansel will be bringing to the table. So I figure he should probably start the conversation Mm. and then lay the groundwork for where we go from there regarding any specifics that I might be wondering about. Mm -hmm. So it's about opening up to receiving and then going from there. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Intentions. That's (laughs) fantastic. I I remember um, when I first started trying I'd be like well what am I supposed to do you know am I supposed to really because I feel like for a lot of beginners I've had conversations with many people um they're like well I sit there and then I'm supposed to be in silence and then that's that and then I realize that I can't do it and I and I give up yeah and uh I think that's a common thing that happens so I always ask a lot of people you know there's multiple ways of meditating but setting an intention first and foremost I also love to have some crystals with me and I usually do (laughs) amethyst I usually have amethyst with me around me and I also have a little bracelet of amethyst crystals um what okay so do do you work with crystals or I don't even know if the word work is the right do you like crystals (laughs) okay okay so I do like crystals. I So you know how we were talking about astrology earlier where I find it to be really interesting and I love it when people bring information to me about it, but I haven't studied it myself. I would say the same thing applies with crystals where I like having them around. I don't totally know what they're up to, but right. I, and I do, I do understand that if you are picking out a crystal to place it in the palm of your left hand, feel the energy of it. If it vibrates, if it's warmer, that's the one that's meant for you. So I'm aware of right. that. So I do have some little pretty shiny teammates in the house. Um, Sometimes, because I'm a PhD student, sometimes if I'm working on a paper and it's it's not quite where it should be and the coordinated version of things is not really getting it done, when I go to bed, I will put crystals Mm -hmm. on the paper and just say to them, please work on this while I'm sleeping because I'm not really nailing this. Yeah, and and again, is it the exact same words? that were there when I went to bed that night and I'm just waking up with a fresh perspective and it seems better, right. maybe. Or did they really do some little, <laughs> like, elven magic in the night and make it better? All I know is the next day, somehow, yeah. it's better. 
And so what I've learned, and this is, this is going back to the meditation question and setting an intention and then being open to receiving, we have free will. So our teammates, you know, our spirit friends, our souls, they're not going to force anything on us. Mm-hmm. They really wait for us to ask. Mm-hmm. So if it's asking for help um, with meditation or if it's asking for help with the paper, we really need to have this dialogue that's going where we are asking for that which we need and they, they love to help us. Right. And so whether it's crystals helping us or meditation helping us, we just need to ask. And so I want to um, also add about crystals, I didn't realize this until someone was having a really amazing past life regression and she was, um, so the client's female, but her past life self was an older gentleman this time that we went into um, from her memories and he worked with crystals mm. in his past life and on, and we went to the final day of his life and he went into his workshop where all these crystals were and he was like, this is where I want to pass. I want to be with my crystals and these friends that have been so good to me all this time. And when he passed, I'm getting goosebumps right now, two of the crystals burst because they, and I didn't know this until this moment in this session, crystals also have soul energy mm. in them. And they were like, we transition with you. Wow. Yeah, I'm getting so many goosebumps. I need a blanket. I got, oh I my gosh. Too, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's one of those things where you start to think, well, if crystals have soul energy, mm. what about the couch? What about the tea mug? What about... And so you start to have so much more respect and reverence for everything that is around you. Mm. And so, yeah, that was amazing to learn about these beautiful little friends that have souls and they're partnering with us, just like you and I are partnering right. for the podcast. Right. Where um, we're able to be teammates in this way. So that's my crystal story. I love that. And I got a little (laughs) sparkle over here um, after that. That was really really cool. Um, Speaking of that, what do you think? um, um, So right now, specifically now, you know, ringing my ears have been happening more than normal. Um, And I've been also seeing just, I don't know, little speckles of light. And it's just so interesting. I mean, you could say it's high blood pressure. (laughs) But I don't, I don't have pipelines. So, but <laughs> but um, do you want to speak on that? And that could be our last question since we are super excited right now and going way over, which is fun. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, the, so I'll answer this question, but I really want to, before we wrap, describe what I feel is the difference between a traditional meditation and a self-guided hypnosis session. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like I will be leaving out very important information if I don't touch on that before we wrap. Yeah. So the downloads, it's fine, I'm just going to, the downloads, the (laughs) high-pitched tones, the sparkles, all of that, the numbers that we see, the repeating numbers or special numbers that we see, a lot of that is a way for the universe to say hi, Mm. right? So a, a special song that comes on the radio that is directly answering a question that we were wondering about. Or sometimes I think of them as my dreamer songs, where it's like, I'm a dreamer, and I really feel like these amazing things can happen. And when I am in a great mood, man, it's like one dreamer song after the other, where I'm like, yeah, we can do this. And so there are these ways (laughs) that the universe says hi to us. Now, um, in addition to just, uh, you know, in general, they're saying hi, they're winking, they're waving at us, there are specifics that go along with these experiences. So, for example, the high-pitched tones, that's a download. 
you're receiving information from the universe. And we've all had these moments where suddenly we just get something. Mm. We didn't get it the day before. Suddenly on this day, we just get it. And so that would be an easy description of what occurs when the downloads are happening. Um, when it comes to the sparkles, that's extra special for me because my soul told me one time that when he is saying hi and the spirit friends of my team are saying hi, they will send sparkles. Mm. And so I, you're actually the second person who has seen sparkles over this shoulder. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting. And so, you know, this is happening for people who don't know my sparkle story and it's the same, you know, it's the same energy and they're just saying hi. Um, same thing for the repeating numbers and so on. And so if you're ever wondering, well, what do I make of these downloads? What do I make of these interesting things that I'm seeing? Just go into a meditation mm-hmm. and just ask, like, what did I just receive from this download? Which is a great segue to me talking about what I mean when I say the word meditation. I'm using it as, um, as a synonym for a miniature self-guided hypnosis session. And miniature self-guided hypnosis session doesn't roll off the tongue as quickly as the word meditation. (laughs) So I get a little bit lazy in that I forget that other people's definition of meditation is probably very different than mine. So a lot of times the traditional version of meditation is you sit quietly, you close your eyes, or sometimes open-eyed meditation, you clear your mind, if a thought comes in, you acknowledge the thought, you release it, and you go back to that cleared mind mind. So with miniature self-guided hypnosis sessions, what I'm experiencing is if something comes in and it feels different than thinking, so it's Mm -hmm. not a thought, it feels different, you're receiving something and you then rather than go, oh my gosh, my mind is supposed to be cleared. I need to release this, let it go and go back to clear. Instead, when that comes in, you receive, whether it's the energy, and you feel that very deeply, or you open up a conversation, a dialogue with um, you know, your spirit friends, your soul, whomever is coming in, to then engage with them. And let's say that you ask a question about um, what will be helpful for you on that day, and they start to send you the energy of uh, sparkles, mm. right? Or a golden energy. And so then you say, oh, well, why? You, know, you open up this conversation. Why is the golden energy so helpful for me on this day? And they're like, oh, it's vibrant. Oh, it's magical. And you really need some uh, vivacious magic energy today because you're going to be working on your book mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. And actually, when I work on my book, they send me this really deep, beautiful color blue energy. Mm-hmm. And I know if that's what they send me out of the gate, it's a day to work on my book. Mm-hmm. So you start to have this dialogue. And you also start to learn the language. Mm-hmm. Blue energy time to work on the book yeah. and so yeah and so there is this um this mm, investigation of what's going on in the experience rather than going oh no I'm thinking again time to release it it's right. like oh yeah I'm getting some information time to explore time to investigate time to really feel it even more deeply so that's what I mean when I say meditate I love that um when I close my eyes I usually go into and this is something that I downloaded from you a long time ago it was just, I like purchased one of your things mm-hmm. and it was I think you started from the toes and went all the way up to the top of like relaxation yeah. and I never dropped that and I always do that 
And that's been helping, that helped me a lot because then you're not focused, your energy is not focused on it anywhere in your body. Everything's really relaxed. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's going to help you guys, but I also have been working with different colors as well because color therapy, whether or not it, you guys even have heard of it, <laughs> um, it's a thing. And I, so I've been wearing um, lots of uh, pink lately, which, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, love, uh, yellow is also the color I've been really focused on really bright yellow and, um, it really energizes me. Yeah. So yeah, it just, it's just some fun stuff that we wanted to chat with you guys about today. This is fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a feeling that Courtney's going to be back on another time. Um, but we, uh, I just felt like, um, actually we, contacted each other you contacted me and we were like you know what? let's chat about what's going on because right now is a very specific time for for us all and we're all reacting to it differently um and so i just wanted to send you some love and courtney's energy is so joyful and loving <laughs> um and informative so it's one of those necessary energies we all need right now so i hope you guys enjoyed this um if you have any questions or um you were very intrigued with Courtney, which I'm sure you will be. Uh, please check out the show notes. All of her information is there. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys all have a beautiful, sunshine-filled day. Um, and yeah, uh, Courtney, if you wanted to add anything, I'd love for you to. Sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right, sunshine and rainbows from <laughs> us. So love to you all. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to that podcast episode. It's probably one of my favorite podcast episodes that I've recorded thus far. So I hope you enjoyed it. One of the big takeaways for me was the bit on meditation and light workers um, from Courtney. I just loved how she spoke about it. And I just love the information. Who doesn't want to know when we should meditate? And I always uh, enjoy the perspective of listening how someone to how someone meditates or grounds or however they do it because uh, techniques are fun to listen to and you can always borrow them so i hope you took away something yourself also if you have a moment a brief moment i would really appreciate it if you left a review for the inside out podcast wherever you get your podcasts it really helps out the podcast to stand out from the crowd so yeah thank you guys enjoy your week I will be on next week, every Wednesday, and I have a very special guest that I can't wait to show uh, and tell you about. Uh, I will be releasing that on Instagram today. 